Good evening and welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. I'm Aaron, and for this Tuesday and this Tuesday only, I'm jumping into the Game Master's seat uh, to run a little bit of Teenage Mutant Dirt Bags. It's a fat goblin game, it's a rules light game, and if it makes you think of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Usagi Ojimbo, Kung Fu Panda, or Street Sharks, then uh, then you're in the right place, because that is exactly what this game is all about. So tonight, with the wonderful Normal Tuesday crew, we're going to make some characters, we're going to jump into a little one-shot adventure, we're going to take the rules for a ride, and we're going to see how many pizzas we can eat and how many ninjas we can kill. So without further ado... We're going to start with some character creation. Now, if you ever take a look at this game, it's fantastic. It's like 30 pages long, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, so I'm hoping that everybody enjoys it as least as much as I did reading it. So it's a simple game. All you need is 3D6 at most, um, and, uh, and you can rock and roll. So we're going to start with basic character creation. So everybody is going to play a teenage mutant anthropomorphic being. Uh, and the way we start out with, of course, before we roll your character, is we have to know what clan you're involved with. Because 15 years ago, Eastman Pharmaceuticals introduced some chemical into all the food and everything. And most people just got sick. Some people became crazed super mutants. And then the animals that ate it, well... That's where things got interesting, because they changed. They became more humanoid, and they began to embrace everything that makes humans humans. In other words, sloth, greed, hunger, all the fun stuff. And uh, and we're going to be those 15-year-old uh, offspring of the first generation of mutant animals. So what I need is two of the players to roll 2d6 so we can establish our clan name. So Jeff is going to roll the first 2d6, and Steven is going to roll the second 2d6. Tell me what you get. All right. Uh, seven. All right. Uh, that's an 11 for me. All right. So your clan name is the Radical Ninjas. You four are members of the Radical Ninjas. Now, everybody, we're going to go one at a time uh, here so that everybody can... Uh, experience their selecting their animal randomly uh so we will start with kipser first i need you to roll a d6 tell me what you get you got it i've got a three a three makes you a mammal so we're going to slide over to the mammal chart and i need you to roll me four d6 so this is the one instance where actually you need a fourth d6 i was gonna so say I, wait i lied three i absolutely <laughs> lied earlier it's okay, I got, I got one it. exception in the book. <laughs> I, uh, all my, uh, nice I, I suck, and thank God this is an easy game. <laughs> all right, 46. Do you want me to add them all together or give them to you one at a time? Add them all together. Uh, that is 10, 16, uh, 18. 18. So you are either an anthropomorphized horse, rhinoceros, or taper. Hmm. Or, or you could be a donkey or a mule or, you know, in that general vein, equine sort of uh, genus. I'm going to go rhino. I like I the like rhino. It. I like it. 
So uh, keep that in the back of your mind as we move over to Jeff. Jeff, okay. roll your 1d6. You've got a rhinoceros, radical that, ninja. That is a two. A two. You're a bird. Okay. Uh, so with the birds, just roll 2d6. Falls All within right. the original 3d6 there. That's a six. A six in total. You're either a grouse, pheasant, quail, or turkey. Oh, I'm a, I'm a turkey. That was an easy All choice. All right. So Radical Ninja Turkey, Radical Ninja Rhinoceros, Melissa, if you would be so kind as to roll me a D6. Three. Three. You are also a mammal. So I lied to you as well. I need you to roll <laughs> 46 and add them together. Uh, 11. 11. All right. Uh, you're a rodentia, a beaver, mouse, porcupine, Rat or squirrel? Squirrel. Squirrel. All right. A rhinoceros, a squirrel, and a turkey. Steven. One D6, right. sir. Uh that's the second lolly that came up tonight. So my choice. Your choice. Insect, uh, bird, mammal, amphibian, or aquatic. I'm gonna go amphibian reptile four. All right. Uh then let's uh, let's have a single D6 roll for you. That's a four. Four. Uh, sea turtle, snapping turtle, or tortoise. We actually have a teenage mutant turtle. <laughs> we do. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I'll go snapping turtle. All right. So we've got a rhinoceros, a turkey, a snapping turtle, and a squirrel. A, a squirrel. That's right. So <laughs> interesting, interesting selection. Uh, so think about your names at this point. Uh, we'll come back to them in a minute. But now you get to choose two qualities. Now, those are these are two things that relate to your animal type that could provide you a, a mechanical benefit of some sort. Um, it could be training in an, an additional skill. It could be extra health, maybe, because you've got a really tough hide. Whatever you think. A bonus to one of your stats because you're burly and strong or quick and dexterous. Anybody have any ideas? Easy one for me would be armored. Armored. All right. All right. So for armored, we'll we'll, we'll give you plus two health. So you've got 12 health right. instead of 10. Sounds good. Uh, second one for me, I think, will be aggressive. Aggressive. I like it. I like it. Maybe I'm debating between being like a calm rhino or a cocky rhino. Mm -hmm. I'll probably go calm because Jeff and Steven are going to be crazy. So okay, okay. So how would like how would calm um, be expressed in your character? I think calm would be uh could we escape? Uh probably would it be maybe intelligence almost? Sure. We can do that. Plus one to your intelligence. Yeah. And there could also be like, I mean, obviously, like with Steven's characters, 
armored characteristics. You know, like with a squirrel, you could be a flying squirrel and you could have the ability to glide or so. I mean, there could be physical characteristics or physical movements that you would be able to do that others wouldn't necessarily have options to as well. I mean, with a rhinoceros, it's it's not necessarily that that way, but uh, be a flying rhino. No, don't, <laughs> I don't want to be a flying rhino. I, that would be interesting. <laughs> Uh, you might want to do a summary of Kipsers because we did we were having some some connection issues there. So I, I don't know how much they got if you're just going to like walk through what Kipser just made. OK, oh. so Kipser is a rhinoceros, a, a very strong rhinoceros. So she gets plus one to her athletics and she's a very calm, cool headed rhinoceros. So she also gets plus one to her intelligence rules. So, Jeff, Melissa, do you have ideas about the two qualities you'd like to assign to yeah. turkey and squirrel? I got one. Uh, I want rabid, mm -hmm. if that's all right. Absolutely. I love a rabid turkey. <laughs> um, then I was going to maybe do inquisitive, but, but we already have an intelligent rhino, so we don't need to double up. So... Um, how about like, um, flighty mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how would rabid and flighty express themselves? So I feel like rabid might be something either like, um, an increase, so like a speed increase. So maybe something with the decks or mm -hmm. maybe something with combat initiative, whatever you think. I like dex. Plus one to dex. Let's make it more broad than just initiative. So in this okay. game, for initiative, you roll a d6 and add your dex. So, but we'll go ahead, plus one dex. And what does flighty look like for you? Uh, let's see. Flighty, um, I was thinking less in terms of like statistical bonus, more in terms of like slow fall kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like I can't mm -hmm. fly, but maybe I can like glide down glide. pretty easily. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Like the gargoyles. So you yeah. take no damage from falling, and you know if you were jumping off of something, you could flap your wings probably to get across, like from building to building or something like that. Perfect. Perfect. And Mel okay. Melissa, how's the squirrel looking? Uh, so the squirrel, I was thinking, can fly. Mm -hmm. I love it, flying squirrel, man. Rocky so... and Bullwinkle, my favorites as kids. So flying squirrel. I, I was going to go with uh, Rocket for her name. Fantastic. That makes um, me happy. <laughs> and then the other one I was thinking is that like squirrels like to hoard things. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what that would do. Maybe from like a equipment kind of a thing, like she hoards stuff and she's always got like extras handy mysteriously i like it so what we're gonna do for that is we're gonna give you training in pickpocket and if you successfully roll your pickpocket against the difficulty depending on what you're trying to pull out of your pack you'll be able to pull it out of your pack whatever it is so if it's really something common I would say, like, if you're trying to pull a flashlight out of your backpack, it would be a difficulty eight. If you're trying to pull out a small, you know, briefcase-sized thermonuclear bomb, I'd make it a difficulty 10 or, or, or 12, that is. So, uh, but pickpocket will give you 3d6 to roll. You'll take the top two. 
and you'll be able to pull anything you want out of your backpack. Encumbrance will not apply to Rocket, the flying squirrel. Cool. All right. I dig it. So we've got our animals. We've got our clan name, which was the Radical Ninjas. I've got to write that down. Does anybody else have their names of their characters? Yeah. I will so, be Espio the Rhino. Espio. What was yours, uh, Melissa? Rocket. Rocket. Okay. <laughs> All right. Since, since you, it sounds like we're going, Stephen, are you going like an actual name? I don't know. Uh, I have two options. One's, a- one's stupid and one's like, you know, a, a name. <laughs> what are they? Okay. So my two options, I was thinking the stupid one was sandwich. And uh, <laughs> the actual one was Macy. Macy, okay, yeah. Uh, like Macy. My mind is drawing a blank for me right now. Uh, when I <laughs> think of Turtle, I, I was thinking Mitch McConnell. So I might just name myself Mitch. Okay, Mitch. Oh man, you're putting Mitch McConnell on our channel? Are you serious? <laughs> That's okay. He'll die. He'll die. I, I wasn't thinking I was going to kill any of you, but. I'm not saying that I would do that to Mitch McConnell, but Stephen may die tonight. <laughs> so, Jeff, did you come up with a final uh, for your... Uh, everyone's going normal, so I'll go Macy. Macy. All right, so we have uh, Rocket, the Flying Squirrel, Espio, the Calm Rhino, Macy, the Rabid Turkey, and Mitch, the Armored Snapping Turtle, as members of the Radical Ninjas. Now, you get to pick your role within the group. Now, there are four roles that they come up with. Uh, They are leader, brainiac, muscle, and wild one. Uh, I don't, you don't have to each pick one. You can all be wild ones. You could all be leaders. Whatever you want to do to make the character you want to make is fine with me. Now, what it means is each one of these um, has, you get a plus one to one of your stats. So all of your base stats are one. Some of your stats have been modified by qualities, and then they're going to be modified a little bit more by your role. And then you get specific equipment based on your role. And then you get some tags for possible role-playing characteristics, positive tags and and potential conflicts that you can role-play into. So does anybody have an idea whether or not they want to? So what 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 does Macy want to be? The turkey wants to be a wild one, a wild Fantastic. turkey. So you like get an addition. Right there. I think it's right there. <laughs> it, it is the wild turkey. So it's additional plus one to dex. So your your total dex is three now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the positive uh, characteristics for a wild one are social and friendly, fun loving and carefree. The conflicts that you can play into, you can pick one or more of these or none of them, but a lack of focus, uh, immature, mm-hmm. unreliable. Mm-hmm and has a fear of rejection. So any of one of those or anything along those lines, you start out with one weapon, $20 in cash, and snacks. And I already told everybody before we started they can pick any one weapon they want as their iconic weapon. Uh, so does Macy the turkey already have all, an iconic weapon? Yeah, uh, an axe. Uh, an axe inverting inverting what normally happens to turkeys so i love it i love it uh, Does he wear a pilgrim hat? 
Yep. Where'd you go? Oh, there oh. you're back. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe right, I do. Maybe I do. We're going to do some character descriptions here in a second. So Macy, the rabid wild turkey with their axe, also has $20 and uh, a bag of snacks that you can define at your will. Nobody has to spend their money right now. What I told everybody is for this one shot, uh, if you want something to pull something out of your backpack that costs less than $20, you can. Unless, of course, you're Rocket the Flying Squirrel, and then you can roll the dice and pull anything out of your pack that you want. Now that we have a, a wild turkey, uh, does anybody else know what role they might like to embrace? I honestly like all of the roles, and I'd be happy with any of them. So I'll take whatever's left. Okay. How about Rocket or Espio? Uh, I am going to be the leader. I'm going to be, you got it, guys. Keep going. You can do it. And uh, my positive characteristics are serious and confident, voice of reason, responsible. And some of my conflicts are fear of failure, always right, perfectionist, and constant pressure. And I've chosen, like Jeff, the invert weapon, which is the hunter's rifle. And then I get a Walkman. Fantastic. So, uh, how about Rocket the Flying Squirrel? Um, we've got a wild one. We've got a leader. There are Brainiac and Muscle left, or you can be a duplicate. It It's whatever strikes your fancy. Um, I clearly not Muscle, I don't think, so I'm going to go Brainiac. All right, so Brainiac. I'm going to go little hyperactive little squirrel thinky person. Well, it makes sense, too, if you're able to pull stuff out of your backpack, that pre-preparedness. So that's plus one to your intelligence. So Rocket the Flying Squirrel is 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 smart. Uh, positives are inventive and creative, knowledgeable and hardworking. Possible conflicts are socially awkward, reclusive, impatient, or obsessive. You also get a weapon of your choice, $20, and a personal computer. We'll call it a laptop even if they weren't really a big thing back at the time. No, a little Palm Pilot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am going to say that Rocket's weapon is a, like, wooden acorn that's mm -hmm. on, like, a little string so that mm -hmm. she can, like, throw it and hit something and then just, like, yank the little uh like plastic circle and it mm -hmm. like comes back like i love a, it i love it like a windy toy <laughs> like a like a yo-yo a deadly a deadly <laughs> acorn yo-yo yes all right steven that makes you the muscle unless you want to double up no i'm happy with muscle that, that right. suits me so you're plus uh -huh. one to your athletics your positives yep. are loyal and protective independent and dedicated your conflicts are possibly quick-tempered, loner, prone to violence, and sarcastic. This will shock you. Your starting equipment is one weapon of your choice, $20, and some dumbbells. Uh, to keep the inverted thing going, my weapon will be uh, plastic straws that I throw like darts. All right, all right, all right. So like uh, plastic uh, shirkins or uh, kunai. Plastic kunai straw. <laughs> yes. Okay, last bit we get to do here is training. Each one of you gets to pick three skills now to be trained in. Any three skills you want, uh, they can reflect 
you know, either tie into your role or just tie into what you think your character would be interested in. For those at home, the skills are uh, acrobatics, climbing, communication, computers, cooking, crafting, disguise, driving, escape, first aid, knowledge, mechanics, pickpocket, piloting, science, survival, technology, and tracking. Now, the way this game works is it's a simple 2d6 roll plus whatever your stat is against a target number. Eight if it's an easy task, 10 if it's a mediumly medium task, and 12 if it's a difficult task. If you are trained in a skill related to that task, then you get to roll 3d6 and take the best two of the d6. Everybody starts with 10, ho- 10 health. Most damage is just one point of health damage, so it uh, s- slowly chips you away. Does everybody know what they want to be trained in? I mean, clearly a squirrel is good at climbing. I would think so, yes. We already established pickpocket. Well, you get uh, an additional one. Pickpocket was a freebie because that's one of your qualities. You still get two more. Okay, so knowledge. If, uh, you know, the Brainiac, it would make sense for knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll do escape because that also seems like it makes sense. Makes sense. How about SBO the Rhino? SBO is going to grab uh, driving, uh, mm-hmm. first aid, and uh, mechanics. So we can fix it when uh, the wild one and muscle choose to blow up my car. That's fair. Uh, and how about uh, how about our wild turkey? What's Macy good at? Uh, I was thinking to go acrobatics. Uh, I think I'm going to be cartwheeling everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do disguise uh, so that people can't necessarily uh, tell. Uh, do you know what three skills you want? Uh, I know two of them. I think I'm going to double up on acrobatics. And then you can only I'll get take, you know tr- oh, oh you're gonna get it in addition to that somebody else can like, I understand. Yep. Yeah, Macy has acrobatics yep, too. Yep. Um and then I'll take tracking and then I'll take crafting. Why not? I, I like to knit in my spare time to, <laughs> to stop being so aggressive. I love it. I love it. Okay, so um uh, that is character creation. So why don't we go ahead? And we'll let everybody introduce your character. And uh, then I'm going to ask you some questions about to set the scene for who you guys are as radical ninjas. And then we will dive into the action. So starting with Kipser, tell us about SBO the Rhino. Espio uh, the Rhino uh, does the human anthropomorphic thing where they pretty much are naked, but they've got those big white gloves on their hands, which is really weird because they're a rhino, so you'd expect that circular stub end. Uh, But instead, they've got these big cartoony gloves, and then with like a bunch of um, like gold chains and leather wraps around their wrists for no reason other than style. Uh, They've got their hat on backwards, little rhino horn. but uh, yeah, the, their their legs are their little stubby rhino legs. They move slowly on them. I love it. 
Um, and remind everybody, so SBO uses a hunting rifle as their primary weapon of choice yes. their uh, within, the, within their Radical Ninja clan. All right, moving over to Jeff. Uh, tell us about Macy, the wild turkey. Macy is not very tall. Uh, very, uh, very short, I would say, uh, maybe not as short as, uh, as Rocket, but probably rivaling that, uh, but is, uh, and is not particularly swole, uh, but, uh, is, uh, is slender, uh, wears like big old hammer pants, uh, out of which you can like these big old, you know, parachute pants, out of which you can see like the uh, like the like the, the turkey the turkey legs a little bit of the ankle and the actual foot itself. Um, also, I would say you know carries the axe, but kind of carries it and you know kind of like over the back so you can see like the the handle coming up, and is constantly twitching, just just constantly just shifting and twitching to the point where you can see like the rippling uh, in the parachute pants. Um, extremely dexterous. And acrobatic, so con- doesn't doesn't like to sit still, doesn't like to stand in one place. Uh, is the type of person who likes to hop up on things and perch there, uh, and just kind of look down. Very gargoyle like, as Kipster was saying before. Uh, and uh, and yeah, and is uh, every now and then will just disguise themselves as something else, and like it, not necessarily a person, but it could just be a bush, you know, could be a statue, could be anything like that. Just kind of pops up out of nowhere, and uh, and yeah, yeah, just likes to play pranks on people too. Just likes to play for just like just just like just gonna have a turkey popping out of the bush and just scaring somebody <laughs> when they're trying to do something else. I love it. All right, Melissa, let's uh, let's hear about Rocket the Flying Squirrel. Uh yes. Yeah, so uh Rocket is kind of generally a bit more kind of gray in, you know, kind of the tail and you know, kind of a little bit of lighter colored, you know, kind of on her belly. Um, she is kind of like the rhino where it's just sort of that like anthropomorphic, like not a ton of kind of attire necessarily. I like to think our lair is a, like on the outskirts of town somewhere on like a, uh, like an abandoned and rundown old, like fast food chicken joint, you know, like a, like <laughs> a, you know, I don't want to say Chick-fil-A because I hate Chick-fil-A, but like it could be like, you know, like a, like a polo, polo chicken, like the thing from Breaking Bad or something, Uh, but it's like a rundown one. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Okay. So we've got an old rundown, uh, franchise chicken restaurant on the outskirts. Breaking Bad. Pollo Loco. Yeah. No, we've got those here. Yeah. Pollo Loco. It was, was, uh, Pollo Hermanos was the one from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. My bad. Um, on the outskirts of New Gotham, you, tr- you your layer is an old uh, dilapidated on the exterior, an old dilapidated chicken franchise restaurant. Um, so that being said, uh, Melissa, what is the go to grub for the radical for the 15 year old radical ninjas? So this is the interesting question. If this is our hangout is in a old chicken place, it clearly should be burgers. I think so. I think so. Right. So uh, your uh, radical ninja teenagers love burgers. Um, And uh, so that brings us to the next question. You're on the outskirts of town. 
Espio, how do you guys get around? What's your means of transportation? Well, we're staying in an old chicken restaurant. Uh, we eat burgers all the time. So clearly, uh, we drive around in a food truck for Thai food. Nice. A Thai food truck. Never open. So got the little like silver vent on the top. Uh, beautiful sides, images on that truck of just like these chopsticks and uh, fresh vegetables and variety of meats. Uh, but we never seem to stop uh, in a place that would serve serve the office population of the humans. I love it. So uh, the Radical Ninjas hang out in, a, in an old chicken franchise chicken restaurant franchise they travel around in a thai food food truck uh that's never open they love their burgers now steven describe what your training looks like you're required to train every day from your sensei what does it look like when the four of you are training good question um we got a thai food truck we live in a chicken fast food we eat burgers what her training look like i think i'm gonna go high tech with it that we have an underground uh like lab or like facility mm -hmm. and we've got robots that we fight down there nice so you've got a uh you've got a, a danger room of sorts now, how do you guys get down there? Do you have fireman poles like 60s Batman or an elevator or? Um, we have an elevator, but it's broken. So we have to take the stairs, the, the concrete stairs up and down. And All we'll right. say it's like six floors. Okay. I like it. All right. So we now know the Radical Ninjas. We we know our, our teenage members of the Radical Ninjas. So early evening is opening in New Gotham. We find ourselves at the end of a training session. You've just beat up a bunch of robots. The hunger is on you. You're thinking cheeseburgers and loaded fries. Is there, There's a, just that one place right downtown. You just want to pile in the truck and get there. And as you're making your way up the concrete stairs with your straws and your gun, your hunting rifle and your axe, and uh, you make your way to the top of the stairs, and standing in front of you is your sensei. And he's tutting. And he, he's wearing an elaborate patchwork vest with patches from all 50 uh, states on it, and then a couple of ones from Canada. Um, and he's leaning on a cane because he only has three legs, his two, his two arms, and his one foot, and it looks like the other one is amputated. And you've all heard the story from from Sensei Three Paws, the Otter. Remember, my young students. Remember, you must train harder. You could be like the original clan when we fought in the Great White North after the emergence of our people, and we fought against the Frobisher. You know the tale. Brother Wolf, Brother Fox, Brother Horse, and our leader, Brother Rat. And we fought in the Great White North on the high glaciers, and we trapped the Frobisher. 
And then the clan had to split. We had different responsibilities. And I came south. Great sensei three paws. Not because the rest of the clan members thought that I was irrelevant, but because I needed to chain the next generation. And I have found you as children, and I have raised you to be the great radical ninjas that can take the place of our great original clan. But you must train harder. I watched. You're very sloppy. Your straws, Mitch, they were going everywhere. You were hitting robots. You were hitting a rocket. Espio still has one of the straws somewhere tucked in her in her gray leathery flesh there. Yeah, I need that back, too. Those things cost money. Ah. So, we have a quick break. We drink some water. We eat some rice. And you go back to training. Yes. The burgers are so much tastier. Burgers are so much tastier. Cheeseburgers, they're so much tastier. Oh, Rocket. Yes, yes, I do. I agree that the cheeseburgers are much better, especially that one place you go in the city. Very, very good. The Agnes beef. But we don't talk about that because I have cows who are very good friends of mine, but they're not the same as those cows. Mm. Am I right? I am right. So, rice, water, train, then burgers. Yes. Food, then train. Uh, I kind of had plans, so can we maybe do this later? You know, like the car all day is warm, so we should drive. Oh my god! Sooner. Hmm. Burgers, burgers, yes, burgers, burgers. No, uh, uh, uh. Ah, all right, you go, go into town, get your burgers, and then you come back and you train yes, we'll extra back. hard, extra hard. Mm. Yes, we'll be back. Eat burgers, work off burgers. Yep. Now, in New Gotham, I mean, it's a, it's a poorly kept secret that mutant animals exist, but the mutant animals themselves very much keep to themselves, stay relatively disguised when they go places. Now, a lot of the places and parts of the city, they're totally fine with mutant animals. You know, your money spends just the same as everybody, but occasionally you get yourselves in a little in a little bit of a hook, uh, in a little bit of a problem. But at this particular burger joint, they know the radical ninjas. Uh, once upon a time, Brother Rat and Brother Wolf had come down to visit Sensei Three Paws. And uh, they made an appearance in that particular burger joint. And their pictures are still on the wall because they were rock stars from the Great White North. Um, so you load yourselves into your into your Thai food truck uh, and you start to head into the city. And as you're going along, Rockette, you're on your you're on your laptop, and you get this weird. Uh, you're looking at TikTok, and you've one of your favorite TikTokers, um, June, is uh, they're they're recording. Now, this is a, June's a conspiracy theorist uh, person, and their their videos are often about mutant animal rights and conspiracy theories and this and that. They've got uh, really short, uh, bottle dyed, crazy bright red hair. They always wear a yellow jumpsuit. Uh, and they're on TikTok. They're they're live on TikTok right now. They just recently got enough followers to go live. Uh, so June is live, and they're saying, 
Oh my god. It's true. Parts of the city are going dark. There are some kind of they're 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 crazy. They're 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 wild. They're they're trying to they're trying to kill me. Oh my god. And you see her screen pivot and it looks like a horde of crazed people. Their clothes torn, their faces bloody, tearing at one another and running people down in the street. And then the screen flaps back. I think, I think they're zombies. And then you hear what sounds like the flapping, flapping of great wings. And then June looks up and the and the camera goes up uh, from her phone quickly. And you see what looks like a giant bat's head. And then June screams and the camera falls to the floor of, of the car that they were filming in and, and goes dark. And uh, the TikToker that you follow has apparently gone offline. But you did recognize that this horde appears to be circling and moving in in the vicinity of your favorite burger joint. Guys, guys, we've got to be careful. We've got to be careful. I and I she had will like only drive the speed limit. You can't believe it's, that trash, anyways. They got filters and everything that they were faking it for views. No, no, no. June, June always tells the truth. June would always tell the truth. She's she's on her side. She's on her side. We need to be careful. SPO, you have to drive carefully because there's yes. zombies, I think, mm-hmm. and a big bat overhead or something. We're um, five minutes away. Somebody should look out the 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 the, the top. Somebody should look out and see so, if. I like to think that you turn over to talk to Macy, and all you just see is like like a stuffed animal in a Macy costume, and Macy is actually <laughs> on top of the food truck, kind of like you know teenage wolfing it, and, or or just like laying down, just like. Oh, finally, a little time to myself. Oh, I just can't <laughs> stand all the training and that. Oh, goodness. <sighs> just keeping my thoughts together. So, yeah, I, I'll, I, I would like to say that maybe he's just outside on the on, on the truck, just kind of and, looking up at the sky. Relaxing. And at some point, um, you'll feel kind of underneath you because I'm going to think that maybe it, this isn't the first time you've done this. And like on the metal where you might be laying, you're suddenly just going to feel this like like little wooden acorn thing just mm. got thrown at the metal Ba-ba! come on <laughs> what's wrong you, 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 you're trying to get me killed and then you'll see like down he'll like lean over he'll grab like the side and he'll like peek his you know his head will come down in and you know his gizzards just flapping like crazy in the wind <laughs> even though we're going like 15 miles an hour and it's like, what, what, what do you want? Leave me alone. It's my, it's my thinking time. Macy, Macy, there's, there's a bat overhead and there's zombies. Do, do you see the zombies or do you see the bat? Uh, June, 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 her, her, her video stopped. There's, there's zombies. Oh and God, we, it's a TikTok again. It's, it's fake. Yes, you know, it's all she, fake. It's never yes, ending with no, her. It's never no. ending. She you, tells the truth. It's all the truth. Will you just all, look? Three minute ETA. <laughs> See, it, it's it's right by the burger joint. I don't well, really SPL. like burgers that much. I, you know, I just it's not my thing. It's weird. 
SBO, as the three of them are are arguing and uh, and Macy's head is is in the window, you're slightly distracted as a horde of these ravening oh, humans, no. perhaps zombies, come rushing at the food truck from three different directions. I need you oh. to make me a driving test, difficulty 10. So you have driving as a skill, right? So you yes. roll 3d6 and add your dexterity to the top to the best two dice. Okay. Uh, that is the best two dice. Okay, so that is a nine plus uh, we have a baseline of one for, uh, yep. for yeah, so that would be 10. Meets, okay, so it. Uh, yeah, you're fine. So you meet it. Um, the zombies are coming at you. Uh, describe how it is that you successfully navigate through this horde without dislodging Macy from the top of the truck. Well, luckily, SBO, not a fast driver. The speed limit is set. We're going 15 miles an hour. Uh, so as they come rushing towards us, I just slowly, beautifully glide the truck one way and the other through uh, barely any shaking on the top for the turkey. Uh, you put the team back there doesn't even notice that we're dodging. But they do, well, at least Macy notices, and anybody looking out does notice that several of these zombies manage to grab hold of the truck as it slowly drives by and starts to climb up. And you get a closer look at them. They look like humans, but they've got these like green veins shooting up their faces, and their eyes look really dull, um, and their breath smells very floral. Um, but they're they're coming towards you and their mouths are just agape and these spores are just coming out of their mouth. Uh, it's almost as if they're looking to give you a big kiss. Uh, but they are closing in on Macy on top of the truck. What would you like to do, Macy? Ah, 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 we got passages up here. And then he's going to, to pull the axe out like, ah, no, I don't think so. Uh, and then I would like to using the momentum. I don't know if this works because, you know, physics, whatever. Uh, but I want to like I want to like jump up and, and, and like kind of glide down a little bit with the with the axe and try to like just kind of hack one off and like just land on the back of the uh, on, the, on the back of the truck. So I'm assuming I'm in the front of the truck kind of peeking mm -hmm. down under like lift up, let the truck kind of drive under me and then just kind of hack them from above. Absolutely. I mean, you've got a quality for it and uh, it sounds like a sounds like fun. So for an attack, you roll 2d6 plus your athletics. Uh, okay. Since you're fighting a small group of them, the difficulty is 10. Okay. All right. And see. All right. Uh, that is a nine. That is a fail. Okay. So I think what happens is, is you glide up, and as you're coming down, you, you mistime the speed of the truck. SBO turns into this lazy S pattern as you're coming down. And instead of coming down on the horde, you come down and you miss the truck and land on the street. Watch out, Macy. There's hordes coming up to meet you. And there are. You notice that there's a whole bunch of people. Does anybody, let's see if anybody notices that Macy has left the truck. I need everybody to attempt 
we'll call it a fracking test against intelligence. So if you've and got tracking I'm, as a skill. Because I'm trained in that, I get 3d6 and I take the highest two, right? That is correct. And then you add your intelligence score to that. And it's just a simple eight because you all heard him. Uh, you all heard Macy squawk and jump up. And so it'll just be whether or not you realize they did not land again on the truck. Sorry, quick question from earlier. So mm -hmm. is the base one in all the skills? That is correct. Base is okay. one. So everybody's got a one in everything unless you've got bonuses that were attributed due to qualities or your role. So I've got a five then because I rolled a three and I've got a two in intelligence. Okay. Did you roll you rolled 2d6 and got a three? Oh no, sorry. Uh 2d6 got a three on each. Okay. So a six. You had, a, you had the 2d6 together, so you got a six. total then was six. Okay. Um, and then what was your intelligence? Two? Two. So you got an eight. So you succeed. Uh so Rocket, you immediately realize that Macy did not land back on the roof of the truck. You've seen this maneuver before. I mean, this is part of your training. This is why you guys train together. And you definitely realize you did not hear the sound of turkey claws hitting the top of the Thai food truck. Uh, Rocket is going to go up the top mm -hmm. and try to jump and fly on top of Macy's head. Okay. Just give me a uh, dexterity check um, and piloting. For you to judge your glide. I do not have piloting, so it's just 2d6. 2d6, add them together, plus your stat. Simple eight. <laughs> it's a one and a one on oh my, my dice. <laughs> okay, so you climb up, and, what, and, and you misjudge the speed of the truck, too. So you take a run, and you jump, and you glide, and you glide right over the head of Macy, and you land about 20 feet away from Macy. So now you're separated, and hordes of zombies are moving in on both of you. Uh, Mitch and Espio, you realize that Rocket has left the truck, and as she was leaving, it became obvious that Macy was not on the truck anymore either. I passed the tracking as well. Okay. So would it be okay to say that at the same time that Rocket like, jumps off, Mitch is sitting in the back and he's doing his stitches with metal straws because these are reusable. Damn it, I missed a stitch. That pisses me off so much. And I grab my box of plastic straws and I throw open the back doors and I just start uh, chucking straws out, trying to make a path for both of them to be able to like get back to the truck. I like it. So now you're facing off against a horde of zombies. So your difficulty is 12. And because it, it's not, you're not hitting individually, like you're you're mowing down sections of them. And this is going to be a dexterity check. Dexterity, okay. Uh, so I get my plus one to hit for being aggressive, plus one mm -hmm. for dexterity, 2d6. So it's just, uh, 2d6 that's plus exactly, three. Exactly, exactly uh, plus three. It should be plus okay. two, isn't it? Well, you one get for dexterity, dexterity, one to hit. One for one for dexterity, plus one to hit um, for your aggressiveness. I, I don't. Oh, you just have the one in dexterity. You don't have two. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Okay. okay uh, yeah. But it's exactly a twelve. I rolled two fives. Right. So the uh, what you see are these these plastic straws come out in a fan, a wave after wave, and they start hitting these these zombies of some sort. 
um, not really killing them or taking them out, but tripping them up, landing in their ears so they're stopping to pull things out, you know, gagging on their throat, and a path begins to open up between the two of you and the truck, which is still slowly making its way towards the burger truck. Espio, I tell you to slow down, but I think you need to speed up. They'll still catch up with us. You're so. doing a great job, Mitch. You're holding them off very well. Would you right. like me to park? Hit the gas. Understood. We can go five miles above speed limit. God damn it. <laughs> so Macy and Rockette, the, the food truck begins to pick up a little bit of speed, but you've got a clear path back to the back of the truck you'd like to try to make it i think you can make it it's a simple athletics check uh and acrobatics if you're trained in it um just need an eight or better thanks to mitch's plastic straws two dice for that okay so athletics with acrobatics if we have it okay Mm -hmm. that's a total of Seven. I don't know. Um, can I? Let's see. I'm trying to think of something that I might have in my bag that would be useful to help clear a path. Uh, anti-zombie I... aerosol spray. <laughs> can I do a pickpocket? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So then I roll. Three D six because I've trained in pickpocket. Yep. Okay. Now, depending on what do you want to pull out, that's going to help you here. I would like to pull out a uh, darts. Darts. Okay, that's a simple eight. Uh, yeah, that is a uh, eleven. Okay, so you took the top two dice and added your pickpocket. I mean, your top two dice and added your uh, intelligence. Uh, yes. Okay. That's not so, what I did, but the total came out the same. <laughs> so that's yeah, totally fine. Um, so yeah, so you're able to pull out these darts and you start tossing them. So I'll give you the plus one to get you to the eight. So you you clear your the path was closing in around Rocket, but you were able to knock a couple more out of the way and take a, a, a running glide to the back of the truck. How did Macy do? Uh, Macy rolled a ten. Uh, you said athletics, right? Not dexterity. Yep. Okay, uh, so that's athletics. Yep. Okay. Uh, would could I make the argument that dexterity applies because it's speed, it's quickness to get back? You can. I'm, okay. And I'll, Actually, I'll wait. What that. was the difficulty? I, I I probably don't even need the, it. The, I, I, the difficulty I was eight. Oh no, I, I'm fine. Then. I rolled a nine again. <laughs> I thought it was a ten. Okay, okay. no, no, no. You're good. So, uh, so yeah, you're both you're both able to get back to the back of the truck um, as it slowly speeds up, and you begin to leave this horde behind. Um, as you get to the burger joint, but you can tell, I mean, as you pull into the parking lot of your favorite burger joint, and what is the name of this burger joint? Mitch. Uh, it is. I'm horrible at naming things. Uh, okay. It's Jocko's Burgers. Jocko's Burgers. Jocko's Burgers. You pull into Jocko's Burgers. You realize you see Jocko in there. He is the fry cook and owner of Jocko's Burgers. He's a portly man uh, with a comb over, uh, wearing a very small brown derby, 
a brown suit and a an apron over it. Uh, there's a few customers in there, but they're all panicking they're, because they can all see this horde slowly making its way. Looks like they're targeting this burger joint. Give me another two minutes and we will find the perfect parking spot. Now, Macy, give me a tracking check. Me? Um, I think our tracker is uh, Mitch. Mitch. Yes, but you were outside. Okay. All right. Tracking. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, What? And I'll let Rocket. Rocket, you can do it too, because uh, intelligence tracking. Okay. Both of you are outside, so I'll, I'll give you both um, okay. the opportunity to do it. If you get above an eight, you succeed. But tell me what your total is, because you may get more information. I rolled double sixes, so that's a twelve. Fantastic. All right, I rolled uh, a six and a four, so ten. Okay, nice. um, and you guys add your intelligence in it, so thirteen. Oh, thirteen, and, technically, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, twelve. Thirteen and twelve, so. Both of you, while you were out running and jumping off of the truck, you saw flying above you two man bats and suspended between their lower legs, dangling, screaming, held by their ankles, was June, the TikToker. And you saw them fly off over to the top of a warehouse about a block away from the burger joint. You get back in the truck. SBO is is still looking for a parking spot. What do you do? It's June. It's June. It's June. They took her. They took her. What the are it's about? April. It's like, it's, Look at the date. The calendar. September. It's April. It's September. It's don't oh, leave the door uh, open the, while we're driving. It's that's a nine. That's not a four. Oh my god! The, I was looking the, at it upside down. I need to find a new teenage mutant band. Oh goodness! All right, She's, fine. It's the 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 two bats. They have her. They're they're up there. The bats. They have her. I believe in you, Rocket. You can go rescue her. She is your favorite TikToker. I mean, can I? I'm. I'm small. I need help. I'm small. I can fly. I can jump and I can fly. But there's the really, really big bat. Did I mention the really, really big batmen? The ones that are holding Would her? Would you like man, me to throw man you up there? Bats that won't help me once I get there. They're a lot bigger than me. They're a lot bigger than me and they're a lot stronger than me. We so can I can just, get there. But then we can just like sneak in. Like we could just sneak in. We just pretend that we're one of these things. And then we just kind of slip in. And they're like we we pretend all the time like we're humans. We can pretend to be one of these zombie things. How much how much I, more difficult I, can it be? It's really, really, really hard for me to like be like still for that long and they move so slow and I don't Do you have know who you're talking to? to? Do you know slow. who you're talking to? Oh my god. Oh, no fighting in the it's, back, you SBO. So it, it's time even, to park. This oh is a good enough spot. And can I throw one of my straws as a dart on the brake? <laughs> just like stop the fan. Absolutely, you absolutely can do that. Yes, it's only an inevitability. Uh, what would that be? Athletics. Uh, yeah, athletics and uh, athletics. Uh, that was and... that was a bad roll. Uh, so athletics. Even if you gave me the plus one to hit, uh, that would just be a nine. Okay, so with a nine, um, you actually slide your dart into SBO's, the crease of SBO's knee. And SBO, you take one point of health damage, so you're down to nine health. 
But because of your reflex action, SBO puts her foot through the brake pedal and through the floor of your Thai food truck. And the and the truck stops uh, with a plastic dart stuck in SBO the rhino's leg. You hear the groaning of the horde of zombie-like beings coming closer um, and the fading chittering of two giant man bats and the screaming of June. What that, would our radical ninjas like to do? That wasn't very nice, Mitch. You should. It was a good put enough spot. Safety first. We're gonna be zombies now. That's what we said, right, Macy? That's We're what, gonna be zombies. All right. Yeah. You I jump over, out of the van. You look over. And there's a straw. There's another straw version of Macy out of nowhere. Uh, and and Macy's outside trying to become a uh, trying to figure out how to become a zombie, how to disguise him, himself as a zombie. Okay, eating, uh, I'm doing eating the potpourri with both arms yeah. out. Like, <laughs> ah, ah. Uh, for everybody who's going to attempt to walk through the zombie horde disguised as zombies, shockingly, I need a intelligence and disguise check. Rocket, let's go on the roof and save your uh, friend, TikToker. Yes. Difficulty 10. On the roof. Right on the number. Got a 10. Yeah, yeah, I got 10 exactly. Nice. Okay. Okay. So the two of you have, uh, you know, maybe you found some old lettuce and stuff in the back of your Thai food truck from days when it was used as lettuce bowls or some of your old uh, bags. Uh, when you pulled the lettuce off of Jocko's cheeseburgers, you stuffed them in your mouth, you rubbed them on your face, you smelled kind of vegetative, uh, and you have successfully disguised yourself as these zombie-like creatures, and they don't seem to be paying you any attention. And SPO and Rocket, what are what are you doing? Uh, we are going to get onto the roof of the food truck. Okay. And Rockhead is going to try to see because she's got this little, um, like laptopy thing, mm -hmm. and so she wants to look up knowledge somehow of like mm -hmm. how might you take out either bat things or how might you take out zombies. Like, what are their weaknesses? Rocket, okay. can you triangulate exactly when they'll be over? And um, SBO will. Put their Walkman on their side somehow. No belt, no pants, but it sticks there. Slowly descend. 1980s punk music. Hunter's rifle. Okay. This is how you take care of bat things. So the man bats are flying. Uh, they're about a couple blocks away. They're flying over the top of an old warehouse, but they are in range of the hunting rifle. Uh, now, for Rocket. Give me a uh, give me a knowledge check. You pull up your computer, uh, you begin your search, and it's going to just be a difficulty eight for things that might hurt bats, and a difficulty um, ten for general zombie knowledge. If you get above a twelve on the zombie check, let me know. Okay, so first was thing that hurt things that hurt bats, which is a twelve. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Uh, sorry, you said take the two highest. Sorry, um, two that highest. is a eleven. Eleven, okay. And um, then zombies is a 
12. All right, nice. So for the things that hurt bad. 14, I can't do math. I'm sorry, 14. 14. It's all good. It's all good. So um, first for the bats, obviously physical trauma of any kind will hurt a bat. Uh, Also ultrasonics can throw off uh, their echolocation. Uh, They're actually, bats actually have very good distance sight. So also bright lights can affect their ability to navigate over distances. You figure for a man bat, probably similar effects. You also think anything that would hurt a human would more than likely hurt a man bat. Uh, Now, when it comes to the zombies, you get a lot of basic information about, um, you know, all of all the old classic tropes. But with that higher level of success, you actually were digging through some of June's other TikToks. And there was a link in a bio to a report uh, about and a, a a new type of mushroom that was being developed um, that had properties and characteristics similar to a South American mushroom um, that basically caused the zombie effect. And based on what you you remember being described as the smell coming off of these zombies, that perhaps um, they've been infected with something. Something along those lines, some sort of mycelial uh, kind of infection. That they may not actually be dead zombies; they just may be compromised and under the control of something else. But apparently, based on the fact that June had TikToks on this, you think that probably they were looking into this, and maybe that's why they got themselves into trouble. Back to Espio on the roof with the hunting rifle. What do you do? Uh, well, I wait until they're ideally positioned, maybe above a building or something, so that the fall won't be too great uh, for June. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's aim for the wings. Okay. So give me a shot at this distance. Uh, it's going to be dexterity, uh, and your uh, target number is 12. Okay. And for this one, because it's the my weapon, I get three dice? Uh, no, just two. Just two? Okay, cool, cool. Just two. Plus with your dexterity modifier. Oh, uh, well, I rolled a six and a five for an 11, and then one for my dexterity. Okay. So you pierce the wing on one of these. You tear a huge hole, and this the one man bat begins to falter and fall. And the other one takes the weight of June, and they do a very hard landing on this, um, on top of this warehouse. And the second man bat, Continues to fall and tumble slowly uh, to the ground uh, and disappears from view when it hits the ground. You don't know how badly injured it was, but you you definitely damaged its one wing very badly. Which brings us back to Mitch and Macy as you make your way through the zombie hordes as apparent zombies yourself. Where are you headed? What's the next step to this plan? You turn and you talk and you realize you're talking to a zombie as... uh... I'm somewhere. No, it's just, uh, and he's like, ah, we go inside and we get the June lady. There's probably stairs or something. Grr, brains. <laughs> brains. Yeah, let's go. Oh. So uh, since you made your disguise checks, you're able to easily make it over to the over to the warehouse. Um, you, I mean, it's it's wide open. It's a derelict building, so you're able to easily knock the door in, find the stairs, 
and begin to make your way up to the roof. Rocket and SBO, uh, you see them make their way into the warehouse. The Thai food truck is now all but surrounded by this horde of what you now believe are fungoid zombies uh, who clearly want to bring you into the fold. Uh, but you do notice, and I give this to you for free, as you look down into the sea of these fungoid zombies, there are not any mutant animals at all in this in this in this whole crowd, which is, I mean, it's not uncommon. I mean, they don't, you know, it's not uncommon to just see humans, but in a crowd this big, you would expect to see one or two mutant animals that were out, particularly now that it's evening and particularly in this part of town. But there isn't a single one. Maybe we're immune. Maybe, but why would that be? Maybe you can do some research with June. I'm going to step across their faces. Wait, I I was I was gonna see about pulling like see if I've got a see if I've got a megaphone in here or something and see oh. if we can get the ear mess up the ears of the man bats. You're doing well, a great job, Rocket. That's a good idea. The one man bat is already on the ground and has disappeared, and the other one has crashed on top of the roof. So you're a little far for a megaphone to probably have an impact on them at the moment. But if you want to get closer, I mean, you could probably drive the truck over there, or you could just make a run for it. The megaphone would definitely have an impact if you were in range. If you stay on the roof, I will drive towards it at a fast speed okay give, okay give me a, i'll hang on a, and then i'll jump give me a driving test spo all right spo uh slips down on the windshield back into the car and uh uh what am i adding is this dexterity, dexterity. or athletics dexterity? dexterity i really should have boosted my dexterity is the only one i don't have a plus on uh so i rolled a nine with my dexterity for 10. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. So you're able to you're able to drive through the horde. Rocket, as you're getting closer, um, I'm not even gonna make you roll for the megaphone just because it's just too damn cool. Uh, you pull the megaphone out of your pouch, you see the injured man bat getting up. Um, and he sees the truck coming at him and he's preparing to launch himself at you. At this point, we're actually gonna run normal combat. Because you're faced off against an enemy that sees you. So I need you to roll your dex. I need you to roll 1d6 and add your dexterity. Three. Okay, so the man bat is going to go first. And he launches himself. His wings unfurl and flap twice really hard. And he comes surging at you. I need you to make an acrobatics check against either your dexterity or your athletics. Um, difficulty is 10 against a man bat and if, uh, to dodge out of the way of his lunging attack. That's a nine. Okay. So you're, you start to move out of the way, uh, but he reorients himself and he flies right by you and his claws rake out across your big, fluffy squirrel tail, uh, pulling big tufts of fur out, and you take one point of damage as it skids to a stop on the top of the Thai food truck and turns around, its bat face pulled back in a snarl as it hisses at you. 
That's how, how dare you shoot Brucey out of the air? I'm gonna eat you. I'm not afraid of you. You're up. And Espio, you hear the sound of this heavy, heavy body strike the top of your truck. Am I close enough there to the warehouse that I would be stopping anyway, or would are we still on our way there? You're pretty close to the warehouse. You'd have to stop or run into the warehouse, one of the two. Okay, I would stop and uh, see if I couldn't um, jump back up onto the top of the truck and just like charge and horn attack into the back of the bat, who is presumably facing Rocket. So you're able to stop the truck, get out, and and start to climb on the roof. Uh, The next round, you'll go ahead and roll a dex uh, plus a d6, and we'll see where you fit into the round. Rocket. You're up, faced off against this spindly five-and-a-half-foot-tall man-bat with a 12-foot wingspan with a giant ragged hole shot through one of its wings. Wearing fashionable, torn-up jeans that obviously ripped off its body but maintain its modesty all the same. Sure, sure, sure. Um, So Rockette is going to um, take the megaphone that she had kind of pulled out earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, and she had sort of not quite sure of herself, kind of said like, I'm not afraid of you. And then like with a megaphone in front of her mouth, she's going to just yell like, I'm not afraid of you. Okay, give me a technology and intelligence or charisma. Mm, okay. So it's still two dice. Uh, if, if do you have a, are you trained in technology? No. Okay, just 2d6 plus either charisma or intelligence. Uh, so intelligence is a two, so six, nine. Okay, so with a nine, you yell into it, but it kind of sees the megaphone and it reaches up and literally kind of folds its ears in um, and the sound waves wash over it. And it grimaces, but not enough to put it back on its tail, so to speak. And it continues to lunge towards you. SBO. Dexterity plus a D6. What you get? So I uh, I rolled at the same time as Melissa. Uh, mm-hmm. And I did roll a one at that time, uh, which would make it a two okay. in total. So you're, no. you're, you climb up. You're, you're behind the man bat. Uh, and you see over the man bat's shoulders or perhaps between his legs, you see Rocket with the, with the megaphone. You see the man bat Brucey crunch in to avoid the sonic attack. Um, but then he launches himself again at Rocket. And Rocket, I need another acrobatics dexterity check. Six. Six. So this time the man bat comes in, it bypasses you, it it arcs its body and its lower legs grab you around your tiny little squirrel waist and you're pulled up into the air as it flies straight up. Rocket, you are now grabbed, being flown and out. SBO, you're just going to hear this like, eh. <laughs> What would you like to do? You could you could try to break free. You could bite its claws. Whatever whatever makes Rocket a happy flying squirrel. Uh, well, I did pick escape. 
Nice. Perfect. When I was picking skills. So I'm going to say that, yeah, it's going to be kind of like, kind of sharp scroll pulling at. Okay. Um, so you get to roll three, 3d6, take the best two, and you can either put it against your athletics or dexterity. <laughs> Uh, so that's a three and a two. Five. Yeah. Plus. Uh, and they're both one. Okay. So you're, 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 you're scrabbling, you're biting, you're kicking, you're trying to pull your way out. But obviously this man bat, I mean, this is how it captures its prey. Um, and it's, it was obviously easily carrying somebody the size of June. So it has you just really tightly grabbed in there. And the megaphone is crunched up against your body and your tail is kind of wrapped around and in your face. You're just, you're having a hard time maneuvering, which brings us to SBO. Uh, you're on the top of the truck looking up as, as sweet rocket, the flying squirrel clutched in the, in the demonic claws of Brucey, the man bat flies up into the night sky. And for a second against the backdrop of the full moon, Brucey's wings flare out and it's like a, a bat encircled in a white uh light like a nice target perfectly lit up for a hunting rifle <laughs> make a shot uh that is a six and a five again uh okay. so a plus my dexterity i mm -hmm. presume uh yep. so that'd be 12 okay so you easily hit uh and you shred the other wing of Brucey the man bat and he begins to plummet to the ground Brucey is a lame name you should have gone with Bruce <laughs> which brings us back to Macy and Mitch you have made your way up to the roof of the warehouse and as you creak open the door you see on the roof uh, you see another man bat, and he's got June in one of his clawed hands, and he's shaking her, and he he's he's yelling something at her about you can't you can't tell the master's secrets, but he does not appear to see you. So uh, I think uh, I think Macy then would sort of turn to turn to Mitch. I'm gonna sneak up. You know, go and be yourself, and I will sneak around and axe him in the back of his head. All Mitch, right, sounds good. And I grab my metal straws and I just start hacking my way towards him. Okay, and then and he then, said to be so myself. Then, yeah, and so like Macy then is gonna sort of sneak around at this point and trying to uh, <laughs> and try to find a way around. Okay, so you easily are able to to find your way around. This this man bat is completely distracted and throttling June. Uh, so you'll each get a free set of actions, whatever actions you want to take, uh, before any kind of encounter is engaged. So we'll we'll start with uh, Macy as you sneak around to get a a better position on this man bat. Uh, okay, so if the man bat hasn't noticed us yet, um, I think. I think Macy is going to uh, Macy is going to try to hack into their wings mm -hmm. uh, as best they can to keep, make it so they can't run away. That's all right. I like it. That is perfectly all right. So that is uh, athletics two d six plus your athletics. Target right. number is ten. 
Right. And do you get anything with the do you get anything with the axe? No, it's just your weapon of choice. Okay. All right. Uh, I rolled two two sixes again. Uh, so it's thirteen. Fantastic. So uh, I'm gonna give you a little bonus there since you since you crushed it. So when you bring that axe down on its left shoulder and wing joint, there you actually go right through the wing and you shear it completely off. Blood spurts out. He's this man bat screams and starts to spin around. Uh, and you notice he's just in Hawaiian shorts mm. and he spins around and blood's going everywhere. And at this point, Mitch, you he's this this man bat's going into what looks like shock. So you can take whatever action you'd like at this point. What the heck? You, I was supposed to go first. You right. were going to sneak around and I'm it's just so hacking with my metal straw as I'm complaining <laughs> about this. Okay. Uh, athletics, 2d6 plus your athletics. Uh, that's eight plus two plus my one to hit would be 11. Okay. So you're, you're hacking into the back of this man bat. Um, and then it twists and you actually stick your knitting needle right into the giant ear of this man bat. And you just poleaxe him. It just looks stunned its eyes roll back in its head you're not sure if it's dead but it's definitely out for the count and june stands up and they brush off their yellow gold jumpsuit and they fix their their startling dyed red hair and they go i recognize you you're part of the radical ninjas you see i told you that they use filters look at that face that nose is so much bigger than on tiktok and you look over at Macy, and Macy's holding the wing. Hey, you want this? I'm more of a thigh guy. <laughs> Jude's like, we don't have time for that. We don't have time. Oh, There's it's, always it's, time for, you know, one-liners and non-sequiturs. But, but, but it's Papa Pizza. Papa Pizza's behind the whole fungoid zombie thing. He's putting special mushrooms on the pizza, and he's turning all the humans who eat it into fungoid zombies and he's sending them after Jocko and you, the radical ninjas. Oh, well, that doesn't sound good. That sounds really no, no. terrible. It does make me want a burger with mushrooms on it, though. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, it, it's just so strange. You just, you, uh, never mind. Like, how with would you some feel? Swiss and maybe a little bit of like just a hint yeah. of barbecue sauce. How would you feel if, like, one of our other teenage mutant dirtbag groups was, like, you know, into eating turtle soup? Would you Would you enjoy that? I said mushrooms. What, what's wrong with mushrooms? On a burger. On a burger, you said. You said it on a burger. Ah, never mind. Okay, where's Papa Pizza? <laughs> it's just... And, and, and you actually know where Papa Pizza's is, because it's not far from Jocko's. It's, 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 it's just a couple of blocks down the street. You know, I um, it's, uh, never really liked Papa Pizzas, but I did like that, you know, they gave you the little garlic cup that you can dip stuff in. I always really liked that. I like the old garlic. The newer one is, like, thicker, and it just doesn't dip the same way. It, it It's not as good. And plus, they give you the little hot peppers and things. It's really good. And as Mitch uh, and Macy are arguing about the finer points of garlic, Roquette is falling, perhaps, to her death. Roquette is pummeled is plummeting from from an obscene height 
uh, enwrapped in a giant man bat's uh, embrace. Um, what would you like to do? Would you Would you like to make another escape check? <laughs> yeah, I would very much like to try to escape okay. again. Uh, um, so 2d6, well, 3d6, take the top two, plus your dexterity or athletics, target number 10. Nope. That's a, <laughs> that's a two and a two and a one for uh, dex and athletics. Okay. So, uh, Macy and Mitch, you see fly past you on the way to the ground at a very, you know, well, at the speed of gravity. Um, the, <laughs> the second man bat uh, plummeting what you can only assume to its death. Espio, from the top of the food truck, you see it. Rocket, what are you screaming as you fall to the ground? It's really just a very long pronounced like, ah. And you guys hear the sickening thud bounce and then an ouch as rocket you're finally freed from the claws of uh of brucey the man bat uh as his crushed and pulped body uh struck several of the fungoid zombies and that slightly broke your fall you take three points of health damage uh and because we haven't had a chance to do this yet we are going to roll on the gore table uh the optional violence rule. So uh, roll a d6. Uh, that's a lolly. That's a six. A six. Okay, so uh, you fall. And, and you fall so hard on your tail that it snaps off. Your beautiful bushy tail has broken off of your body from the horrific fall. You think what happened really is... The claws of the man bat had you so tight that when it hit the ground, it crunched down on its hand and its claws literally bisected your tail, tearing it off. And that's where you got your three points of damage as Rocket the flying, flying squirrel is now Rocket the tailless flying squirrel. But you're, you're able to roll free. You see SBO up on the up on the food truck. You hear Macy and Mitch and June running down. Um, the stairs of the warehouse as they heard uh, heard your scream as you fell to the ground. And you have a target. Right. She hits the ground. She's going to remember what Macy was saying earlier. And so kind of that like high-pitched scream that she was doing on the way down is just going to turn into like an ah. <laughs> See if she can like fit in with the zombies down here at this level. <laughs> uh SPO's going to jump off and charge through the zombies uh, towards Rocket. Yeah, Macy wasn't going to go downstairs. Macy was just going to hop okay. off and glide down the edge of the Perfect. Say, Perfect saying zone. to Mitch before he does that, I thought she was a flying squirrel. Anyway, <laughs> see you down there. She looks like she's <laughs> lost some weight. <laughs> uh, so cold, so cruel. Uh, you're all able to convene quickly down... Um, over the broken body of Brucey the man bat. Uh, Rockette has her tail in her hand. Uh, and June is there frantically saying, we've got to stop this before it gets out of control. We should put the tail on ice like a finger so you can reattach it later. 
I mean, we could just glue it. Yeah, I mean, I can use a straw in between, you know, to hold it until the glue sets. Yeah. I would not do Rocket, that. Okay, turn around. No, you fine. two will Ooh. calm down. Rocket, let me and uh, Espio will pull out a medical kit uh, from their $20 and pop it open and do some first aid. Okay. Uh, the zombies are starting to congregate again, but you have enough time to do a first aid roll, so go for it. While okay. SBO is doing that, uh, I think Macy's going to take the opportunity to hop into the driver's seat of the truck. And, uh... <laughs> Don't like my driving. <laughs> Don't you break my car. Uh, that is seven plus, I presume, an intelligence, so that would be a nine. Okay, a nine is enough. Roll 1d6. That's five. Okay, so uh, she's Rockette. Uh, you are your your backside is bandaged by SBO. There's some hydrogen peroxide going on, some neosporin, and all that kind of goodness. And uh, you're healed back up to your full health, uh, but you just don't have a tail. Oh, we'll deal with just... that. Macy, Macy, what are you doing? And you just hear the revving of the truck and <laughs> just like getting ready to peel it out. Hop aboard if you want to go. <laughs> Screaming out to the side. And June jumps in and she's she's live casting again. I'm here with the Radical Ninjas as they go to take on Papa Pizza and stop the fungoid zombie hordes. SBO will panically put the uh, tail into the freezer of the truck and try to aim for the driver's seat. Oh, yeah, you're not getting to that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's a losing battle. I think Mitch would accidentally get behind June on camera and just kind of like freeze up, not knowing how to act. <laughs> just like a perfect. Perfect. And we're, we're live here with, with Mitch. Of the radical ninjas, uh, one of my saviors, and a master yeah. of the of the straw, straw foo. That's what they call it, isn't it, Mitch? I like turtles. Mitch is a turtle, by the way, everyone. He's a snapping turtle. This is fantastic. Never thought I'd get a chance to actually interview the radical ninjas as they go off to do battle against Papa Pizza. As the truck drives off towards Papa Pizza's, and you just feel like a thump, and, a, and like it had fish tails and thump, thump, thump. They should make a video game out of this. Oh, two points, Macy, ten points. Macy, the speed limit, <laughs> safety is important. Speed limit? It's, it's just a, it's just a suggestion. It's such a. Yeah, besides, the world's uh, the world's ending or something. Isn't that right, June? That is absolutely right, Macy. And the phone gets in your face, and she's like. Take a look at Macy, the hey, wild turkey. <laughs> give me a, give me a, give me eyes a, on the road. <laughs> give me a difficult driving test, Macy, as your turkey claws are not used to driving the truck, and you're also not used to being a TikTok sensation. So okay. You're looking for a twelve dexterity in driving. That's a fourteen. Oh, uh, you're so damn good. So, uh, <laughs> describe how you bring this. Truck in for a beautiful stop right in front of Papa Pizza's. So the whole time, I'd like to think that Macy is looking directly at the camera, and it's just sort of 
narrating what's happening here and what's going on and talking about the radical ninjas here and there. Like, and yeah, and so yeah, I've been leading this group since I was, you know, I don't know, 13, something like that. Wait, oh, one second. Oh, there's that one. Oh, that's eyes <laughs> forward, please. And then I'm just what? I, shh, it's okay. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then I'm just going to do like uh, like this like 360 spin and we're just going to go around and around and around and then suddenly we're going to be perfectly parallel parked on the side. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Any landing you walk away from, right? My tires are <laughs> going to be so worn. Yeah, that's why you get new ones. We've reduced the life expectancy. And you look in. And all the lights in Papa Pizza are on, and you see Papa Pizza behind his counter next to his pizza ovens. And he's he's a relatively short man, kind of frumpy, wearing overalls with a big, bushy mustache and black receding hair, and he's wearing a, a bit of a cap. And he's just watching you park from inside, making pizzas. Okay, team, I think we need a pincer attack on this one. I can attack. I'll jump out of the van. Those that can fly or glide go on top and come down. And we, I guess I'm taking Mitch in the front door. Mitch is already running towards Papa. (laughs) Mitch. So you you run in, Mitch, and... uh... This 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 middle aged man is, is standing there making these. Oh, what what kind of do for you today? What kind of pizza you want? Extra mushroom, and I'm just throwing straws already. Okay, <laughs> uh, go ahead, roll, uh, roll, roll the hit with your with your straws. Uh, seven plus two plus one ten. Ten. Okay, you hit these straws hit and they start tearing at 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 Papa Pizza's skin. And at, right at that point, Espio comes in. Uh Macy and Raquette, were you were you going to try to come in through the roof or are you just coming? How how are you approaching this? Uh Macy will turn to the TikTok. We, we, we sometimes do what Espio says just to make her feel better. So yeah, 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 yeah. So he'll 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 go up and do what she said. And Rocket, Rocket is just going to be kind of like kind of hopping a little bit, like carefully, mm-hmm. and like Macy. Do you ever like have anybody like pull feathers out of your tail or anything? Well, yeah, but it, I have, usually have to pay extra for that. <laughs> oh, oh, I've I've never lost my tail before. It it's I don't. Do they grow know. back? I had a, I, I had a lizard friend. They just kept growing back. I kept pecking them, I, and they would grow back. And I pecked them again. They grow back. I I hope I hope I hope so. Is it okay if I just sit on your shoulder while we go? Oh, okay. I suppose that's fine. Uh, I am not a sturdy individual like some other people, but that's fine. I got you. Thank you. And so there is a big skylight up there uh, over the uh, the dining room area. So you fly in through that, and you come down on the towards the right side of Papa Pizza. As you and as you you're floating down is when you're seeing Mitch throw these straws. You see Papa Pizza's skin tearing. Espio walks in behind you, and then you hear Papa Pizza's voice change. He's like, "All right, 
so we're not going to play games. And you see him reach up and he just starts to pull open his mouth and opens it further and further. And he starts pulling the skin off. And beneath it, it's this rubbery, grayish colored skin. He's got two really small beady eyes. And instead of a mouth, he just has a large circular disc with circles of teeth pulling in. He looks like a humanoid lamprey. He's like, I've been waiting to get revenge on the radical ninjas since your forefathers, your forebears, trapped me up in the great white north. I was hoping Three Paws would be here himself. But that's okay. I'll take it out on his students. That's right. I'm Forbusher. I don't know you uh i don't think three-legged mentioned your name at all or you your description what do you mean he didn't mention forbisher we were arch nemesis well not really three paws he was sort of like the mascot he never mentioned a giant anchovy he really didn't no uh uh you're all right that's it that, enough of this bantering about. I'm not going to take abuse from a bunch of teenage dirtbags. Are you upset because people hate anchovies? Because that's, that's a valid I'm, complaint. They taste horrible. I'm not an anchovy. I'm salty. a... Uh, damn you, Too kids. <laughs> salt. <laughs> if it wasn't for you damn dirty kids. All right. I like so to let's think, roll. by the way, that with... Uh, with um, Oh, my God. With Rockette, like, on Macy's shoulders, like, her legs are covering his... It's like, what did he say? I can't even... <laughs> what did he say? It sounds like it's important. Is it important? <laughs> uh, I love it. Okay, everybody, uh, roll me your initiative. I so got a, a two this time, which means a three. Okay. Uh, and five three. for me. Makes sense. I'm five. Slow. Three... Sorry, what was it again? Like, what do you roll? It's uh, 1d6 plus your dexterity. Oh, six. Sorry. Oh, eight. Nice. All right. Macy, an eight. Okay, so Macy, um, you're able to go first. Uh, This this large, gray-skinned lamprey is monologuing and you have an opportunity to uh to do something about that and we're we're looking down from a skylight is that right well you you, you came through the skylight and okay. you you landed to the right of him okay so uh looking around like we're in a pizza place uh mm-hmm. is there like fl- are there like sacks of flour and stuff around absolutely. absolutely all right i think uh he's just gonna go rabid uh, and he's just going to like, like just <laughs> all over the place and just like pecking and like flapping his, his sort of arms and wings, uh, to try to get like as much flour thrown onto this guy as possible, just to sort of disorient him. I love it. Okay. So, uh, what are you thinking? Uh, dexterity and cooking? Uh, sure. Yeah. 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 I don't have cooking. Uh, okay. Um, I do have survival, but I don't know if that's, that's, I mean, I have to find food. So, uh, Hey, no, we're, we're, we're at the end of this one shot. So, yeah, go for it. Survival. All right. 
let's see. I do have plus three to dex. Uh, that's a that's an eleven. Okay, an eleven. So you uh you're knocking all this flour around, but this guy is real slippery, and yeah. he's sort of dodging out of this, and you're getting some on him, but not enough to really coat him or disorient him. Um, but now. He he first he looks at all of you and he just starts off on this stream of foul abuses calling into question your ancestors, your life choices, oh, your love of burgers. Uh and what I need everybody to do uh against this monologue attack of uh of Forbisher is to give me a charisma test. Um, do I get a plus one for SBO covering my ears? It's uh, bad language. Don't listen. Yes. Why not? I think you would. <laughs> uh, uh, so it's a D6 plus our charisma. It is 2D6 plus D6. your charisma. Okay. That's With the plus one, that's a nine for me. Okay. Also a nine. Nine? Nine? Seven. Seven? Rocket? Five. Five. So this monologue, it hits you like a wave of just foulness. I mean, this is Scott Pilgrim strumming away, getting attacked by the guitar. I mean, it's it knocks you back. I mean, you've never been insulted this horrendously. I mean, sailors would be blushing. You all take one point of health damage uh, as your ears begin to bleed uh, and you're, you're, you you your minds almost start to shut down over the horror of this. And then with his speed and slipperiness, uh, he lashes out at Macy with this lamprey-like mouth. And I need you to make an acrobatics and dexterity check. Okie dokie. Okay, I do have acrobatics. Gobble, gobble. Uh, six plus five plus <laughs> three is 14 again. 14. So you easily dodge as this 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 horrible suctioning mouth of teeth just slips right by your feathered wing. He's like, I always liked a turkey dinner. Gobble gobble. Gobble gobble. You were second. Gobble gobble. You weren't the first. <laughs> gobble gobble. <laughs> Which brings us to Rocket. Uh, so Rocket being tailless at the moment and all of these insults to her ancestry is really just like, oh. Mm. And she is going to reach into her backpack. I'm trying to think of what would be something that we think would... Mm-hmm. She's Pepper going spray. to <laughs> salt might uh might dry it out salt, a bit. Yeah. yeah, so she will see if she's got in her pouches um a big old bottle of Himalayan sea salt. Simple eight. Uh, and then it's pickpocket, so I forgot yep. about that. So nine, nine, no problem. You yeah, you you root in. You pull out a really big uh, container of pink Himalayan sea salt. Uh, you've got it at hand, uh, 
and you can attempt to salt Orbisher. Yeah, so basically just like popping the top off and just kind of a spray. Um, either athletics or dexterity. Yeah, same, either way. Uh... Okay. And knowledge. So if you've got knowledge, I'll give you 3d6 because you're using your understanding of this creature's physiology to uh, to hurt it. Okay. And that is a 12. Perfect. 12 is exactly what you need to hit. So the salt strikes uh, Forbisher and it screeches out. And because you used a weakness against it, I'm going to give you two points of damage to that as Forbisher's skin uh, begins to pucker and blister from where the salt struck it. So he is hurt, uh, but he is not down. Which brings us to uh, Mitch. Okay, I want to do something stupid, and you can tell me mechanically what it would take. Um, I'm going to pull out the scarf that I was knitting earlier, and mm -hmm. I want to start knitting furiously around like his face, and like just try to like contain it. I want to grapple him, basically. Okay. Uh, however, that would. Okay, grapple it with your with your masterful knitting. I I love this. So I think that is going to be. Um... Either athletics or dexterity and a crafting. So if you've got crafting, 3d6, okay. take crafting. the top two plus either athletics or dexterity. I'll go with athletics because I'm better at that. Uh, that is a 14. 14 is Double fantastic. Sixes. So what you guys see is you see Mitch, um, the snapping turtle, uh, move with incredible speed and dexterity as his knitting needles are flashing with great speed and he knits a hood over this lamprey's head and Forbisher's face is completely cut off mechanically what we're going to say is next round Forbisher will go last instead of first which brings us to espio so espio is just going to slowly walk over has the hunting rifle flips it so that they are holding um the other end of it so they can use it like a club Mm -hmm. You can tell I know guns really well, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> barrel, the barrel. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you shouldn't swear in front of children <laughs> uh, and is uh, going to do extreme violence in front of the children now. I love as, it. As uh, they bring it to bear. Uh, we're going with athletics. Athletics. So that is a 2d6. Oh, that is a one and a two with my oh, athletics no. for a five. So you bring your, your hunting rifle around. And once again, this even with even hooded, um, Forbisher is fast. And you you're, you're just don't connect with them. You hit the pizza counter, you knock some pizzas on the floor. Uh, it's tragic because they look very tasty. But uh, you you don't connect with Forbisher. Bringing Stop us moving so quickly. <laughs> bring us back around to Macy. Uh, the pizzas hit the ground. Forbisher's hooded, uh, and you're up. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, does... also also since he's hooded and can't see you guys, I'm going to reduce it uh, to a just a, a medium difficulty. So a ten now will okay. we'll connect for this round. Does he actually have arms and stuff? I know he's a lamprey. Is, is, is it... he's, got, he's got tiny little T-Rex hands, um, and then he had extensions. So he had, like, these mechanical hands that he was controlling, like, rods. 
that okay. were his human hands, but he's dropped him. So he's just got these little. Eh. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> let's see. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to reach into my bag uh, as I haven't done it yet. And uh, we're teenagers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of. Bro- I was going to say jump rope, but that seems too lame for for Macy. Like Macy's like Raphael kind of cool. And I don't think Raphael. How about like a bike chain. That's that's optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I think everyone can agree Macy's the cool one. Uh, so sure it's not really cover. hard in this group, to be honest. Uh, so it's really I have a leather jacket. Low bar, challenging, challenging bar to hit. But yeah, um, yeah, I like that bike chain. Let's do that. So and I want to uh, and I want to like spin around and try to like chain up the arms and basically bind the arms with the with the chain. Okay. Uh, that, uh, either dexterity, dexterity or athletics, and we'll call that, um, either escape or acrobatics. Acrobatics you, would be great. The opposite yeah. of escape. Okay. Uh, all right. That's a 13. A 13? No problem. Yep. So you're able to spin around him. You ping his little T-Rex arms to his body, uh, and he is, is unable to move them, uh, which brings us to uh, Rocket. Okay, so Rocket is going to see if she can. Um, okay, so she is going to kind of get brave, and then she's going to be like, "Wait, what? What did you? What did you have to say?" And she's going to try to get him to talk so that she can take her kind of signature acorn thing and just like whack him inside the mouth when he opens his mouth to make fun of her again. Okay. So he's, 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 he's shifting around this hood. He almost has it off. And so you see down this, this horrible circular mouth and he starts to disparage your squirrel ancestry. And, uh, you're Say that again. Say that again. And I will say now that he is bound and hooded, your difficulty is only an eight. And so I get another D6 because it's a signature weapon? No. No. Okay. Still just two D6 plus uh, plus athletics or dexterity. Uh, that is a six, eight, nine. Nine? Good enough. So you're able to flick your acorn. Uh, describe what it looks like. Um, so this is very kind of we're description of the logo so it's got the little plastic ring thing that you kind of stick around your finger and then it's got the the string and it is a very solid wooden acorn mm-hmm. that she's like because he can't see because mm-hmm. the still got the scarf wrapped around and he's bound and so she's just like say that again say that again say that again and as soon as he opens his mouth to start talking she just flicks it right in and it goes right into his throat, and he starts to gag and choke, and he passes out. And the radical ninjas have successfully captured Frobisher, the arch nemesis of their sensei, Three Paws. And right at that time, June comes around the corner, and she's been out back. She goes, I found the antidote, and I think I know how we can disperse it. And she goes off to take care of that. And as June takes off, 
You can hear her monologuing to her TikTok followers. You have Forbisher tied up. You get him back in your Thai food truck. You drive by. The fungoid zombies are, are parting. You get back to your lair in the dilapidated chicken uh, franchise restaurant on the edge of town, and you present Frobisher to Three Paws. And as we begin to wind this down, uh, what is the la- what are the last thoughts of the radical ninjas on their night, uh, on their burger hunt? I would have made could. sure we stopped for burgers on the way back because we, we did want those. So that's the reason the we went dishes. out. That is fair. So you and got I, I would get burgers. the Swiss and mushroom. Swish and mushroom. It's fantastic. Anybody else have a, a special order from the burger joint before you head uh, back to your lair? BC barbecue burger. Bacon BC cheddar barbecue. barbecue burger. Okay. A okay. veggie burger for me. Thank you. Of course. Macy, veggie burger. Rockette. Yes. Can I just have a really big shake? And Rockette with a really big shake. As you drive off into the night, back to your lair, back to three paws. And at that point, we're going to bring uh Bring our one-shot excursion into uh, Teenage Mutant Dirt Bags from Fat Goblin Games uh, to an end. Uh, I thought it was a hoot. I will tell you, if you are if you look at this game and you're interested in it, um, there are advancement rules for this, how you can improve your characters over time. Uh, obviously, that's not something we're going to be doing in a one-shot, but... Uh, it it's it's a lot of fun, and if if you're looking for a light uh, a light game to play along this vein, uh, you you can't go wrong with this one. So, Jeff, it's back over to you, sir. All right, man. Uh, thanks for for running that. Thanks everyone who hung out through the through the weird connection issues we were having for the first half of this. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, hopefully you didn't experience any of that because I uh, wasn't lazy and I properly edited it and spliced it together. But if you <laughs> if you did experience it, that'll tell you about my work ethic sometimes when it comes to editing these videos. Uh, let's see. Uh, we do have, or we're, we're back to some games later this week. So a Thursday, you can see a bunch of us here, everyone, but Steven, as we're going to be playing some die, the role-playing game, uh, as that is going to be a finale, uh, whether it will be the finale is, uh, yet to be seen. Uh, Friday, we're going to be doing some Delta green, uh, as we are, are, are pretty, pretty heavily into the, the second scenario, uh, of our, of our lengthy campaign. Uh, Saturday, uh, Steven isn't going to be there. So I think we're going to probably pause wondering as we're so close to the end. I don't really want to run episodes without the full crew. So I might, I might actually run a game I've been working on for a while. Uh, we'll see. Uh, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, and then, uh, Monday, Monday. Oh, big news. Uh, we're starting up a new game, uh, monster of the week. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be alternating on Mondays. Uh, and so you can see our, our session zero, we're going to make our characters, we're going to make our, our hunting team and all sorts of other, uh, various connections. Uh, and then I'll let Steven uh, go ahead and describe what's going on on Tuesdays the next couple of weeks, man. Uh, well, next Tuesday will be talk like the pirate day and we'll be playing pirate Borg. I will not be running it, but Jeff will be. After that, we have a little hint of what'll be happening because Aaron is wearing the shirt. Uh, We will be playing Marvel Multiverse, and we will be specifically playing as X-Men, which we're all huge fans of, and we know every detail of the lore. uh, So we will make sure not to get a single thing wrong. You lie. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. Sorry. We just got startled. We said we heard thunder. Thunder here. Oh, actually. well, thunder. I think I hear rain too. It's amazing. Thunderstruck. Uh, yeah. A little, just a little bit. Uh, so, okay. Uh, and I think that's it. So I think that's it for now. So, uh, thank you for everyone out. If you're watching this later, thank you for doing that. If you haven't yet, uh, followed the channel on Twitch, please come do so. Twitch.tv slash the lollygaggers. If you haven't checked us out on YouTube, check out adventures in lollygagging. We're going to go ahead and raid somebody. It looks like lost caravan RPG is still up. So maybe we can catch them before they leave. So follow the raid. We'll see y'all later. Uh, have a good middle portion of your week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.